0: And so it begins. An all new episode.
1: Thank you for listening to Tabernacle Radio. All content is raw and scripted, pre-recorded in real time and edited for audio quality purposes only. While we are closely associated with Tabernacle of Faith Center Church, all views and opinions expressed are not a direct reflection of its teachings and leadership.
0: Tabernacle Radio.
1: What's up, everybody in the body? You are listening to a brand new episode of Tabernacle Radio, the first official episode of 2022. And to kick off the official launch of the podcast, I got a special guest with me on the show today. I'm going to let him introduce himself and who he is, what he does, and a little bit about the church behind the podcast. And um, I'm the brother Roscoe. And brother, go and tell him who, who you are.
0: Awesome. Yeah, My name is Noah Gutierrez. Uh, I am the music director at Tabernacle of Faith Center, and uh, I hold many hats currently, and we're hoping that uh, other people come on and uh, and help out with taking some of the other responsibilities, but uh, I'm also part of the church treasurer as well and on the board of directors, Uh, but typically I'm the one that will uh, raise my hand when no one else wants to uh, take on a responsibility and so uh but been at the church for many years uh never been at any other church um my grandfather started the church in the 1950s i believe it was 1957 Uh, Mm and he pastored until his death in the early 80s like 83 84 and then my dad moses Gutierrez, so was voted into the pastorship and he pastored until his death on december 7 2003 and i pastored for a little bit but I've always told people I don't, it's not my calling, uh, at least not at this time. Um, I enjoy working under a pastor, pastor, uh, Efren Trejo, And so, um, we just continue to move forward and, and, um, and keep the church going and, and try to keep encouraging people and bringing more people in as, as we uh, grow the church.
1: Mm, okay. And um what well, well, what do you what do you think about the the podcast Tabernacle Radio? You
0: no, know, I think it's a great thing that um that you started doing here with Tabernacle Radio. You know, um it's a it's a it's a um a thing that a lot of people are doing nowadays and churches are doing and, and different groups. Uh you get out uh, their beliefs and 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 reach people. Uh people are looking for for that extra um, how can I say that extra time and the things of god mm-hmm. uh and 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 the time in the Bible so sometimes people are looking for uh podcasts on different sermons and or other christian talk show uh, uh, things that are going on uh in the middle of the week um something that's happened and and, and not to say that uh I guess i can' say i guess I can say it is bad uh but it's um it's not good either right so it's that uh, a lot of churches are not having as many services as they used to uh, tabernacle uh, of faith or, or uh, uh, tabernacle of faith center i should say which is the the new name that we've had for some years now um it used to have services saturday nights sunday mornings sunday nights and wednesday nights and then mm-hmm. uh, other activities through the week uh, over the the years and most uh most recently when we had started construction on the church, so well, I say most recently, you know, maybe three or four years ago, I guess, yeah. um, we went to just having service on Sunday mornings. Uh, and then, and then when COVID hit, you know, we tried to, to stay isolated as much as we could and, uh, ended up now just on Sunday mornings. Um, that's why I said that's neither good nor bad. Uh, but, um, we probably more bad than it is good because we should be getting together a lot more. But uh, for now, where we're at is it's, um, uh, it's Sunday mornings is, is what we're doing. And so when you look at a lot of the other churches and what they're doing nowadays, as far as just doing Sunday mornings, uh, it's it's good for people to be able to get uh, uh, to a podcast uh, or some kind of radio show to be able to to connect and, and hear mm-hmm. uh, these different... Uh, either sermons or discussions uh, pertaining to Bible, uh, church history, or what have you, and, and keep them engaged uh, because that's something that's very important in in today's world as a, as a Christian is staying engaged with uh, the things of God. Uh, whether it's just yes, the Christian radio or or studying the Bible or or, or going to church, you know, all these things. It, it's important to keep the mind not being idle you know that's something that um that is the bible talks about is 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 not to be idle you know because you stay idle what happens is is that the devil looks for those types of things that that person that's not doing anything you know the best uh comparison i can give you to the, being idle is you turn your car on and it's just sitting there right it's not going forwards it's not going backwards it's just sitting right there it's not even a neutral trying to roll no, it's yeah. it's it's just there. It's and gas. Exactly right. Sometimes that's what happens with uh with uh, the, the the Christian people. You know, they're not moving forward. They're not moving backwards. They're not even in neutral. They're just parked, <laughs> man. They're not going nowhere. You know, and and that's what happens. And so, you know, these things that talking about the the, the radio show. You know, this is something uh, that people will be able to go in and start listening to in the middle of the week if they're. Wanted to be able to connect with someone or or listen to something that is going to be uh, Bible-based. You know, this will be something that will be good for them uh, to listen to. So I think it's a great thing, and I and I hope that uh, not only Tabernacle of Faith Center and not only the people from there uh, from our church uh, get engaged in it, but um, that others that are that may be an idol that may be in part, you know, that uh, that are idol in part, I should say, uh, they can. I have something to be able to to look forward to on a weekly basis to see what's going on on tabernacle radio
1: yes sir. yes sir. and uh when, when when i told you about the idea um well if somebody looks at the show they'll see there's early recordings from 2018 um when the when i first brought up the idea way back but recently when i well even back then and even recently when i, when I brought up the idea again like you already knew what a podcast was right Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I sure did. I've been listening to
0: some of the other podcasts uh, out there uh, on on the what do you, I forget the name of the the programs that are out there, but um, I think like on your iPhones or whatever, or maybe even mm-hmm. on Android, I'm sure there's like podcasts that uh, an app for that, and you go there and you search like T D Jakes or or some other preacher or, or some person or church locally that that you're familiar with, and they'll pull up. Uh, Uh, what 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 you search for and you can start listening to those. Yeah, I was familiar with what a podcast was prior to when it started
1: All right, um, yeah, because when I first had the idea way back then, um I wasn't sure what it was until I looked it up and so I had the idea. Yeah. Yeah, because um Uh, like I had an idea of what it was but um, the the whole reason like i like i wanted to, back then when when i was in the church i wanted to do something more and yeah. I, I wanted to have some kind of like uh ministry or you know something something more something to do and then um it's like uh everything i was watching like tv shows uh they talk about podcasts radio says something about a podcast um i was at work one time in the break room and i said i heard somebody say something about a podcast and i was like man i keep hearing that a lot I was like, people really listen to that? Like, what? What is that? You know, I, I didn't even right. know what it was. So I looked it up, and then I was like, oh, okay. And then I was like, oh, it's audio only. Yeah, there's a lot of video podcasts now, but traditionally, like, I guess you could say traditionally, the way it started, it was like it's audio. You know? Oh well, I and, didn't even
0: know that there was video versions myself.
1: Yeah. Well, it's pretty much well, you. It, it, I mean, they call it podcasts. It, it, it's the YouTube thing. Gotcha. Like, I guess you could have a video version just on YouTube and that's it. And I guess you could still call it a podcast. Yeah. But I think what, what initially happened was a lot of podcasts started doing video versions on YouTube. Mm. And then, so they just kind of, you know, people kind of followed with that trend. Gotcha. But uh, yeah. And then I looked up into it and then, um, I was like, oh yeah, this is perfect. You know, this is, this may be somewhere to go and, you know, thus the idea was born, and then, um, And I, so I
0: just—well, go
1: ahead. Sorry. Uh, oh no, I was just gonna say. So I, I, just believe it was the providence of God that led me to, because I was just hearing it everywhere. You know, gotcha. but um, but but go ahead, bro. Well, I was gonna say, you know, and it's something that I think that a
0: lot of the the younger generation is definitely into. Um, there's a, a young man from our church that all week long you know uh, he's a, a a truck driver and uh, all week long while he's working uh, he is listening to podcasts uh yeah different uh, from different churches you know um just uh, again trying to stay engaged uh in the things of god on uh, on a daily basis and so um i think it's something that's going to be good for for not just tabernacle of faith center but uh like i said again all of those that are wanting more that are thirsting for more this will be uh something good for them to be able to listen to so i do hope that uh we get more uh we're able to reach more people that way
1: yes sir. and so the 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 beauty of it is like like you can put on a youtube video and you can just listen to it but like right. with the youtube app you can't like lock your phone screen you know what i mean and and I mean, there may be other apps or you could pay the premium or something like that. But, you know, as soon as you lock the screen, it stops. And then if you are playing a video and you're just letting it play, uh, some people just feel like it's a video. So they have to commit to that screen time, you right. know, like it's something you watch. But uh podcast is just audio. So, you know, a lot of people listen to it while they're driving, like you said, or mm-hmm. they go yep. for a jog or they're just cleaning their home or something or right taking a break from music and just want to hear something you know um right that's that's how i really got into it too because like my job um i'm a heavy equipment operator and um i'm not in the machine all the time but there there are some days where i'm in the machine for several hours at a time and so um i'd hook my phone up to the speakers or, or have my headphones on and i'd, I'd start mm-hmm. listening to podcasts and and um i even started getting into audio and you know yep. and started learning a lot like that right <clears throat> but uh yeah and so um ha- have you have you told anybody about the podcast yet
0: right now i've told of course i told my wife i told that one guy from our church uh that uh i think it's he's been listening to the podcast already and i told him uh, about told him and his wife about it um uh, Brother Dylan from the church mm. of course, him as well. He he knows about it as well. Um, I think you've shared with Fernando, yeah. um, yes sir. But um, yeah, yeah. As, as I as I'm getting out and talking with more people, I'm I'm starting to spread the word a little bit more and more as we go.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, um, yeah. I had talked to uh, Dylan and Fernando about it, and um, I, I I never told you not to tell nobody, but. Um, I didn't really want it to get out there until the first official new episode. Got gotcha. you, and then we start yeah, off well, from know, here,
0: and that's good because uh, next thing I was wanting us to do was to be able to uh, get it out through all of our uh, social media outlets that we have for the church. You know, to say go check out Tabernacle Radio, and then, um, but I was going to have our have our church secretary Crystal Quintanas uh, get with you to figure out what was going to be the best way to to post a link to that you know on on facebook or anywhere else that we send it that way everyone uh, can start um uh, uh, spread the word a lot more faster that way you know um mm-hmm. and then even start announcing that church uh in our announcement times as well so just to do our best to get that out there and spread the word
1: oh uh, yeah it's uh it's funny you mentioned my friend request they ain't got accepted
0: <laughs> oh man from <laughs> me or from uh, from the church
1: Uh, from the church.
0: (laughs) Oh my goodness! Well, you know we gotta investigate
1: all these people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's all it's all good. I wasn't gonna say nothing. I figured eventually, you know, saying they probably ain't looked at it yet or something. But Uh, yeah, we definitely uh, get more for sure. But yeah, that'd be awesome to to do that. Yeah, we can share. Um, like I think the three main platforms are Spotify, and then Apple Podcasts for Apple users, and Google Podcasts for Android users. Gotcha. And we could like we could make one post and put all three of those links. You know what I mean?
0: Gotcha.
1: Share it like that or something. But yeah, that's that's something we could definitely do. Awesome. Good deal.
0: <clears throat> well, great. Uh, yeah, looking forward to it, man. I was just looking on the Facebook thing and trying to find out how to get onto the church one because I used to have access to that. Uh, so get you <laughs> accepted, seated. Uh But uh, I mean, but, to be uh, fair,
1: to be fair, it's it's uh it's my newer Facebook
0: account. Gotcha.
1: You know, what I mean, yeah. I'm pretty sure the old one is on there.
0: Gotcha.
1: Um. So yeah. Uh. So yeah, man. So um. So that that was for pretty much the first half of the episode. Um, the first official episode, and I had you out here and wanted to talk about you and the church and talk about the podcast a little bit and then um so to get into something a little bit more spiritual a little bit more heavier or edifying i should say um one of the things i wanted to talk about uh ever since the beginning that always stuck with me and um yeah, sure. it always stuck with me even when i went to other other places and at other times was to you the two most important things out here you say is never give up no matter how many times you know you fall or feel like you messed up or backslid or whatever made a mistake, you know, never give up. And then you would always talk about the formula. Right. And so, uh, um, I, 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 I wanted to see, I think it'd be cool. If we talked about that and you share with people, you know, what the formula is.
0: Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, one of the things and I always say, never give up because what happens is the, the enemy, uh, the natural enemy of a of a Christian, of course, is, is is the devil, also known as Lucifer or Satan,
1: the dark side.
0: Um, the dark side, right? <laughs> um, he he is always going to press on you to give up when you when you when you mess up when you make a mistake. Now, what does that mean? When you sin, right? Um, yes. Sir. W- when you fall into sin, and, and you and you feel the lowest of the lowest. Uh, you just want to let everything go and go right back to what you were doing before you know the, the sin, sinful life that, that we let that we led before uh, surrendering to Christ Jesus and 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 that's why he is constantly trying uh, to get us to give up or to get us to, to fail in, in a sinful way because what's going to happen is as soon as that guilt and sin if he can just uh, uh, zero in, on making you feel bad making you feel guilty for what you did because you know christ jesus did this this great thing for us right god sent his his only son jesus to die on the cross for us uh for the short version of that right to die Mm -hmm. on the cross for us and um and then you know so now we start doing all we can to 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 serve christ and serve god and and um and 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 give up that old way of the way we used to do things because that that lifestyle isn't isn't pleasing to god right it won't get us into heaven you know when you look at galatians chapter 5 and it talks about all these things that that you that if you do these things and the people that it says the people that that partake in these kinds of things will not inherit uh the kingdom of god will not enter the kingdom of god uh those things right there is what he tries to get you to do so you won't make it to heaven right so so he tries to make you he tries to make you give up and that's why i say don't give up because when you do that the devil wins and and, and it's not like he's going to come at you I always tell people he's not going to come at you uh with the with a pitchfork in hand and horns on his head the tail, and, and looking all scary right the bible yeah. says that he comes to us as an angel of light it says that satan appears as an angel of light there you go and that's what he's going to come at you he's not going to come at you real scary otherwise you would know who he was He comes at you Mm -hmm. in a way that you're going to be accepting of it. Oh, this is okay because my friend is telling me this is okay because my mom and dad are telling me it's okay. This is okay, and here's the big one: my pastor tells me it's okay. You know, you got to watch out for those kinds of things because if you don't know what the Bible says, then anybody can be deceived. And so, uh, and which is going to help us get into the formula here in a minute. Um, But uh, that's why I always think we never give up. Um, and, And why? Because people think, well, Godly brother, no, has been in church for all his life, and he's forty-five years old now. You know that that he's never had any problems. He's never experienced anything uh, of the world. And the truth of the matter is, I have. And and it's and it's and it's not anything that i was ever proud of because I grew up in church and and I knew better. But in all of that, uh, I knew that if I gave up, that I was the one that was going to be the biggest loser. And. And I had to always recognize who it was that was pushing us down and trying to knock us down and try to get us to fall for the traps. The Bible says that he has many devices. Mm -hmm. And so that doesn't mean he has a lot of cell phones and a lot of iPhone watches and all that good stuff, those kinds of devices, but he has many different, uh, ways, many different plans, many different things that he's put together to try to get people to stumble and fall. And so be on the lookout. When you when you mess up, then when you in other words, when you sin, uh when when you've done something that you know is not the way that God would had would have had you done things, know that there was Mm -hmm. somebody that created that plan for you to stumble, and his name is Satan. And so then what you got to do is you got to get up and you gotta keep moving forward. Now talking about the formula. Right, um, because to keep from, because even though you may follow the formula, it may not always mean that you're that doesn't mean that you're never going to sin again. Your chances from sinning again are more, or more likely not to happen, because you have uh, immersed yourself fully into the formula, into the plan. Uh, if you go and you mess up, in other words, sin. In fact, going for it, I said I mess up. Just my, just uh, it automatically means sin. Okay. So mm-hmm. when you go and you mess up, then what you have to uh, look, do is look back and say, this is what I always told people, you got to look back and say, did I follow the formula? Right. And so this is what we're going to jump into mm-hmm. here right quick and talk okay. about formula because everybody that I'd always talk to uh, looking back, I say, well, did you do this? You know, and they're like, yeah, they're, did you do this? Yeah. Did you do this? Uh, no. Ah, okay. That's where you failed. Right. So. Mm-hmm. The formula was uh, not necessarily in this order, but it is reading the Bible, right? Yes. Prayer and fasting and going to church to be around Christian brothers and sisters, right?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Four things, right? Yeah. So people that have followed this for ages have always been able to have success. It's when they don't follow it, that ultimately it will end up in sin, or or failure, right in your walk with the Lord. So then, reading the Bible is something that's never exciting to hardly anyone, right? Um, unless unless you really get into it, man, you're going to get bored. And, and and the problem is is that people uh, lose focus. And I've often I've often told people that your worst enemy and other people have said this too, it's not just me. Your worst enemy is yourself. Yes. Right? Because mm-hmm. you ever been, and one thing I'll never forget is uh, when Pastor Trejo first came on, we had these prayer meetings on Friday nights. Who wants to go to church on a Friday night, right? Nobody. Uh, they say, well, it's a family time thing, right? And, and you know, and I want to go out mm. with my family and I want to go this, I want to want to go do this, I want to go do that. But uh, to go to church is something that, that's a big step because uh, you're going to put away quality time to do whatever you want to do uh, to be in the house of God. Well, nevertheless, somebody that's been in church for as long as I have, you know that what's important. So you go to church. And so we were there in prayer meeting and I remember being in prayer meeting. And this has often happened to me, right? Where I'm praying mm-hmm. and, and, and I start, my mind starts to go off on some other tangent, right? So if, it, if it's on a, on a, on a Sunday morning, for example, and I'm there uh, praying before service or there are on my knees or whatever. And, and all of a sudden I start thinking, Oh what churches or Kentucky fried chicken for lunch today. You know, mm-hmm. um, so my stomach start uh, growling. Yeah. You know, your mind starts to drift and go to other places or, you begin to think of a certain situation that happened the other day, or you got a meeting that uh, tomorrow, and you're you're wondering what's going to happen in that meeting, and and are you prepared for that meeting? And next thing you know, you're there for five minutes contemplating all these over all these different things, and mm-hmm. that is the way that the enemy comes in trying to distract you by putting thoughts into your head. Um,
1: are, are are you fall asleep like the disciples did?
0: Heck like, yeah, man. Yeah, exactly right. You know. And and that's what we have to be careful for, and and so again, and, and that might be more of of the prayer part of the formula, uh, as I was talking about reading mm-hmm. the Bible. You know, going back to uh, to reading the Bible, no one ever really wants to do those kinds of things, and it's where you got to really focus in on it, especially in this in this world we live in today, because the Bible has information for us to be able. To be successful you know i've often thought about it this way in school why did they well at least when i was in school i'm like i'm 45 years old um school was what 35 45 uh, 35 25 15 you know almost 30 years ago when i got out of school but when you look back at at uh at that i remember they used to teach us about history why would they teach us about history any ideas what would you say the first thing that came to your mind of if you ever say, "Why are they teaching somebody about history?"
1: Mm, they want to know where we came from? Um, like you know yeah. what's what's happened. Uh, we can learn from the past, but yeah, then again, then again, there's the whole other argument that you know they're teaching us what they want to teach us. But you know that's a whole that's, different subject. <laughs> yeah, and that's true. Everything that you said is is exactly true.
0: But the way that I've always seen it, and this, and you, and you mentioned it, was to teach you from things that happened in the past. So that you don't recreate them, right? Um, mm-hmm. And there's a, uh, and again, it's going to come based upon, like you said, some of the soul <laughs> maybe come based upon on what others teach you and all. But one thing that's for certain is when you look at the Bible, we trust and accept it by faith, right? And what it was, and what was written in it. If you go back to the original scrolls that were transcribed by King James and all that, you know, even then there may there may be some discrepancies if you really wanted to get technical with it because when you take the Greek and the Hebrew and begin to translate it in the English language, as you've heard our pastor say before, who has studied Greek and Hebrew, there are certain letters of the of the American alphabet that are are not part of the that language. So you have to kind of get it as close as you can to the word that was written, you know. Um, so it's like in the Bible, when you look at the Spanish translation versus the English translation, you know, sometimes it says something a little bit different, but it still has uh, the same concept. It's like, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want from Psalms 23. Uh, but then you go to Spanish, the Señor, it has to say, the Lord is my shepherd, the Señor es mi uh, pastor y nada me faltará. Right? And so it means I mm-hmm. will lack nothing. And so when you look at the Spanish translation versus I shall not want, you know, you can you can basically turn that into the same thing. Um, but it says something a little bit different, and so when you look at how it could have been translated a little bit different, for the most part, it is the same, Um, and and that is what we hold on to is God's Word, and so when you look at everything that's been written in God's Word, it gives us examples of how certain people got out of certain situations, and how people did certain things that ended in their death, or or their faith that they had. Uh, Hebrews 11 talks about the The heroes of faith you know you go and you read the uh, chapter 11 of the book of hebrews your your faith will just continue to grow stronger because you see of all the things uh that these people went through and what they were able to accomplish but furthermore it tells us what's acceptable by god and what's not acceptable by god and and we won't we wouldn't know these things unless we had uh, the word of god the bible to teach us Mm -hmm. so reading the bible is very important and so as you're reading the bible as a as a christian that is growing and trying to stay in in the good graces of god um reading god's word is very important and while you're doing that you know the enemy is not going to mess with you he may try to mess with your mind or something like that but you're going to be stronger in the lord because you're there reading his holy word you know the, the scriptures even on paper have power now of course it works through us but so many times I've heard of people that have been battling with uh, uh, bad dreams, you know, um, or, mm-hmm. or evil spirits, and one of the first things that they do is they take the Bible and turn it to Psalms twenty-three, and they put it underneath their their pillow, and all of a sudden the dreams stop. And I've heard that thousands of times. It would seem like probably more like hundreds hmm. at this point, but but that's something Dang.
1: that I don't know if I've ever heard of that.
0: Never heard that before. Check with Dylan. He's heard it. He's dealt with it. Yeah. Um, huh. Yes, sir. Um, there was another uh, strange situation that, you know, turned into another long story, but essentially someone was dealing with some bad spirits, and uh, it would always happen in the middle of the night. They took Psalms 23, that Bible, and placed it right there next to their their bed, and it stopped. So I'm not going to say that's always going to happen, but that's what's happened so far. Uh, if it mm-hmm. doesn't stop, then that's where you need to get a preacher in there with some oil that's been fasting <laughs> as those spirits don't go away. Um, but uh, the bible god's word is powerful and it, and it says that it's sharper than any two-edged sword and you know and that's something it's just it's just a, it may seem like just a book but the words in that book have power and if you read yes, and you memorize them then you will be able to defeat the enemy when the devil comes to you with these evil thoughts uh, of sin uh, as someone tries to someone comes to you talking to you trying to convince you to do something that is against god's uh, will for your life then you can say like jesus told peter i rebuke you uh and and that's what you have to do is you have to rebuke the enemy and 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 if you don't know about the power of god written in his word then you're not going to have that victory because you are not practicing it by reading it and memorizing it and so reading the bible is is very important um that's part of the formula right okay, so
1: um that, so what would you say to somebody like like they say man they're always talking about i need to read the bible but like how do i do that where do i start like what would you recommend
0: so for me i i done, a long time ago when when I, when I got into cell phones and they had these apps i went to uh the bible app right and they had, that's going to be the easiest way. Um, or go to your local uh, Christian bookstore and look for a program on, on reading the Bible. My mom started reading the Bible when she became a Christian in the 80s. Back when I when I got baptized, mm-hmm. she was baptized at the same time. And uh, I was going to a Christian school. I went to a Christian school most of my life since second grade. And uh, they gave these programs out on uh uh on how to read the bible in one year and she started i want to say it was like 1988 and she read the bible every year from that time until her death in 2013
1: um so it's kind of like something. a a bible reading plan yeah
0: something like is that, that was, it you, like, was like a, like a little chart
1: plan. and every day you check off the That's
0: is that right. what you're talking about that's what i'm
1: talking about yes sir okay yeah so, so that- most of those have like uh oh, i'm sorry like most of those have like uh no, no, no. just for people that don't know they may not know like what is a bible reading plan uh most of them are like one year uh like you said and you it gives you um verses for every day of the year and if you do it every day in a year you'll make it through and it's usually always a couple chapters out the old testament a couple chapters of the new testament and then like a psalm and like maybe a, a proverb verse or something like that in between but that's, right. that's that's uh almost what it is every
0: that's exactly right and and then if you and, and on android and and uh iphone there's an app called uh uh the Bi- so it's the bible app right you version or something like that yeah that, shoot i can tell you right here um but yeah, you version uh, is the name of the Bible. That means you can pick, you know, which version of the Bible you want to read. Is it King James or, or a New International Version or whatever, or what have you? Um, and then you can pick a, a one year a reading plan in there as well. And then uh, every day, morning or night, uh, you read the chapters like uh, Brother Roscoe was talking about, um, and it, it'll line it up just the same way like he said. And um, that'll keep you involved in reading the Bible uh, on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And believe and some, me, some it of, makes a difference.
1: Yes. But, no, you, you brought up that app. I was going to say, and some of the versions on there, um, you can actually play the audio and it will like read it to you. That's right. Uh, on the uh, version app.
0: I, I like that uh, option as well, because <laughs> when you get those Old Testament scriptures, man, uh, it... Uh, <laughs> It, it gets hard to say some of those names.
1: Uh, but, yeah, uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> so I, always... I started doing that for sure.
1: Yeah, I used to joke with people like, if you want to get better in pronouncing and your articulation, just uh, start reading the Book of Chronicles out loud.
0: <laughs> take you through all the yes, different, sir.
1: all those names. Yeah, but the yes, the, the U version app. Um, I used to always recommend that app, and I, I used to I use different apps now. And so I know a lot of Christians like it. It's a really popular app. I used to like it too. Uh, but there's just there's a warning I would throw out with that. So for anyone listening that may have the UVersion app or use it, um, if you're gonna use it for the Bible, it's awesome. You can get almost any version you want on there. And you can do the audio option. Um, it's kind of it's kind of monotone and there's better audio options available like other places, but it's good. and but the warning is uh I, I would i would tell people stay away from the devotionals or the like the extra um like devotionals that that come with it like they're written by like all different kind of people i don't know if you've seen yeah. them on the app i don't well, i don't I've know if you really know what i'm talking about.
0: devotionals i don't think but i, I don't i believe i don't know but i see some devotionals in there i just never gotten into them
1: yeah and the reason is some of them are good like some of them are solid but they're all mixed in together and so you do have some that are questionable some that seem kind of too agey some that seem kind of like you know prosperity gospel and other kind of stuff that so if you don't know or if you don't know if you don't recognize the art who it's by or you're not familiar with them you know you might you might see one and say oh this looks cool and you know you're getting into it and it only lets you read it might be like for a week and it, it might turn out that it might be something that's uh some bad teachings in there or something that's kind of more new age or something but unfortunately the U version app kind of lets like anything through so that's just something to be mindful of for anybody that has in that does it
0: that is correct <laughs> um and that's where reading the bible is uh, important right uh, there are some yes, people sir. that will go to church all their life and, and they do that because of the convenience of having the screen, projector screen in the church for them to read the scriptures off of, or they depend on the preacher up at the uh on the pulpit to to read the scriptures to them. And mm-hmm. and, and, and what happens and what's dangerous about that is that people can lie to you real easily. And this is why it's important for you to always read the Bible for yourself and to be studying it because we live in a world where people are are starting to bend uh, those scriptures to to go along with whatever kind of lifestyle they have. And that's another podcast for another day. Um, Yes. But I wanted to say that to back you up. And what you're saying is that you'll never know that somebody's telling you wrong about the Bible or Christianity or the things of God unless you are reading the Bible for yourself. And so uh, reading the Bible, number one, not just to help you in your Christian walk, but to protect you against uh, the lies of the enemy. Awesome. Um, the next thing was uh, part of that was uh, prayer time, right? You gotta spend time mm-hmm. in prayer with God. And like I said, going back to how I started off, when we used to have uh, prayer meetings, um, that was something that I always remembered. And, I, and, and it was like, man, You know, my mind drifts off sometimes. That doesn't mean I would just stop praying. You know, I'd have to bring myself back into subjection under the spirit and say, no, man, you got to keep on praying. Um, and then when I heard our pastor say, you know, before we go into prayer, uh, one Friday night, he said, and you got to look out. He said, because your, your mind will start to wonder and think of other things. And I was like, oh man, you know, I didn't think anybody else had that problem, but everybody evidently, uh, deals with that, or at least for the most part, anyhow. And uh, that prayer time is where you spend um, time with with God, you know, through the through the Holy Spirit. You're there praying, and 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 you can get uh, real close with God in those in those times in, in in prayer. Prayer is not just a time for for asking God for the things that that you need in life or the troubles that you you're having and, and needing victory in, but it's a time to just talk with God and and thank Him for all that He's. He's uh, he's done for you for your family, um, uh, and it's a it's a, something that often gets overlooked. You know, even down to prayer for food. I mean, how many people pray for their food still? You know, that's something hmm. uh, that not everybody does anymore because they they just don't think nothing of it. And then they mm-hmm. go and they get uh, food poisoning from the food. And they wonder what happened. Um,
1: yep. are, you know, are they pray uh, at home, but they don't pray when yeah. they go out because they're in public?
0: That's right, exactly right. Yeah. And I've and I've seen that uh amongst some people before and um and this is where the the, the true colors are, are definitely going going to show and again I mean, there's so many different podcasts that could just come out of this you know uh about yeah. being being uh ashamed about prayer or being afraid of uh afraid of being seen in public uh praying i mean there's this you're obviously praying uh to god for your food to sanctify your food so then Uh, If you're ashamed of God uh, or Jesus in in, in public, then it says that he will be ashamed of you uh, before his father in heaven, right? So, um, but again, uh, for prayer, it's time to spend with God. And and these first two, uh, while all four of these are important, these first two are very key, right? Because in, in, in prayer, it's time between you and god and and something that i also like to say here to also about like to say about prayer is that you got to look at the different times for prayer as well right for example uh you might have if, you, if you're married right then mm-hmm. a husband and wife should have prayer time i believe you know together uh, i believe that's important i believe that it's also though important for you to have that prayer time uh by yourself between you and god uh as well uh why is that because i believe from what i've seen people often say well well brother no why are you how are you and your wife how do you and your wife stay I'm so happy together and 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 what is it that that is uh allowed you to be say successful in your marriage and have a great marriage and and it comes down to uh, one we we both serve god and we both understand that god takes number one place in our lives two we pray together right we ha- we 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 pray uh, together on on a nightly basis, but at the same time, uh, in the mornings when I get to work or before I leave, or or, or at my desk or at break time, at lunchtime, I find the time to sit there and, and and pray and just ask God about things for myself and for between me and God, for God to know where my heart is with Him and what I want to do, and how I need His help to get there. Everybody's going to have their struggles in their Christian walk. And, and this is going to be a good time for them to talk to God about that in their personal prayer time. And so reading the Bible, which the Bible tells us that mm-hmm. remember when it says to search the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life. Right. That's John 5, 39. Yeah. Um, and Jesus speaking there, he says to search the scriptures because in them, you're going to you're going to find that you have uh, eternal life i mean it's not just to read it but it's to apply it to your life your life as well because even the devil knows the scriptures you know because he used them against jesus when when jesus was out fasting right Mm -hmm. um and he used the scriptures against them and tried to twist them around but even though the devil knows scriptures that's right the devil knows scriptures so we have to be prepared as well um so we want to search the scriptures uh, because in them we know that we're, we're going to find God's promises, and we're going to find that we have eternal life through Jesus Christ. But then we have to use those as our as our uh, uh, weapons against the enemy. And so, in in reading the scriptures, what I was wanting to get at was that the the it says that the scriptures are inspired by God. Mm-hmm. Right? The Bible was written by men inspired by God. Yes. Uh, or under the uh, direction of the Holy Spirit, or every way that you want to uh, look at.
1: It's God communicating with us.
0: Some scripture or all scripture? All scripture. All scripture is given by inspiration of God. By who? Of man? No, of God. And is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, which nobody likes, and for Mm -hmm. instruction in righteousness, right? so. When we look at the scriptures, it's inspired by God, and so when we're reading the Bible and when we're spending time in prayer, when you read the Bible, it's like you're reading a letter from God, right? Um, yes. Sir. And so you see that stuff there in in, in the Bible, and it, and it causes you to focus in on that and and causes you to get closer to god because you trust him by what he has written in his word and in prayer time it's you talking with god and so this kind of comes back to the marriage thing again right uh if you've known me and deborah long enough you would know that there are times you would you would have heard me share that at some point uh i, I about when me and, and my wife deborah were were dating each other and and i always looked for time uh, to be with her, there was times Wednesday night after church service, I would go and spend a little bit of time with her before I would go home and go to bed for for work the next day. But I would look for every little bit of time that I had to spend with her um, because I wanted to get to know her more. She wanted to get to know me more, and and in all of that it made our relationship grow stronger and stronger uh, every day. To where now, you know, God forbid, the day God calls one of us home because uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> what we would do with what without one another because we just talk to each other all the time. We've gotten to a point and know each other so well that uh she'll be thinking about something and, and this is crazy, she'll be thinking about getting a certain thing to eat, and I'm thinking the exact same thing. It's like <laughs> how are you thinking that exact same thing? You know, uh but you know that's neither here nor there except we've just been with each other so long that we kind of know what each other is like to eat or drink and, and all that stuff. We go to, to a restaurant, she knows exactly what drink I'm gonna order you know wherever I'm going to go when I say drink like coke or doctor pepper or, or tea I'm not talking about an alcohol drink yeah. podcast for another day. No uh, I but, think I was going
1: to say I, I think that is there like that's that is that is a good example because <clears throat> what you're what you're saying is that that's how we should be for God. We should be trying to make time like the same way um like you described like when you are exactly right when when, when you're you when you're interested romantically interested in, in someone The same way we make time for that, like while we were dating or even while we're married, that's that's why that's how we should do it for God. And then it should be the same way to where like what you're describing, like y'all kind of already um, know what each other's thinking. And uh, it it should be like that for God, too. Like we're so familiar with his word and his will that we we already kind of have an idea of based off his word, what would be within his will.
0: That's exactly (laughs) right that's exactly right and we won't know that unless we're reading it right yes sir. so and, and in those two things i try to say those are very important because that kind of relates to, to like you were saying that i was saying with with uh building on a, on a, on a uh, relationship between a, a man and a woman the same is true and building that relationship between uh each individual and, and god because that through reading the scripture which was written uh uh by God, inspired by God, and then spending time in prayer—that's going to help us to get closer to Him. And so, the closer we are to Him, by God, that is, then what's going to happen is when the enemy comes to us, we'll end up being like like Joseph was with Potiphar's, Potiphar's wife in in the Book of Genesis, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that's where that story is at. Uh, what happened there with which, if you heard the story of Joseph, man, that's just an amazing story. But you know, he's sold by his family, and he goes into being sold, sold a, as a uh, as a slave and ends up uh, being uh, Potiphar, which was like a general in Pharaoh's army. He ends up being uh, Potiphar's right-hand man. Uh, long story short, Potiphar's wife accuses Joseph of rape, which he didn't do. Uh, but the reason she did that is because she got mad because she wanted to sleep with Joseph uh, and and uh, and he wouldn't do that. And the words, and, and the words that always had gotten my attention uh, was this, is where he said, how can I commit this sin against God uh with you right because Mm -hmm. he valued his relationship with god so much more that he would rather forfeit a moment of pleasure with a woman to keep his relationship with god isn't that something and that and that is the way that each christian can be if they spend that time with god and and the problem is i think and, and i'm not gonna say i think i know it's the problem There were so many times that that Christians felt is because they were not building that relationship with God like Joseph did. If we had that same relationship, then we wouldn't let anything that the devil throws at us or has planted or one of his devices as I mentioned earlier, we wouldn't let one of those things get in the middle of us and our relationship with God. And so prayer and reading God's word, that's gonna help you get closer to him in that way. the other thing that I've, I've often said was part of the formula was was attending church on a regular basis, right? When you look mm-hmm. at um, uh, uh, going to church, it's also very important that you find a, a good Bible-believing church because there are many churches out there today. Uh, you almost have one on, on every street corner. So some people might say, well, why do y'all have a church then when there's so many churches? Well, mm-hmm. one who we're probably one of the first churches in Waco. Uh, and, and we're still open today. It doesn't mean other people can't open any other churches, uh, but it's just to say we're we're still in in uh, in the business of of putting out God's word uh, after all these years, only because uh, we've been there for so many for so many years, and and as and and we believe it was something that God had put in place many years ago. Uh, there are churches that that close and fail every day, and mm-hmm. I can tell you I've seen the church. As again, mentioning that I've been in the church for uh, where I have these different positions and me in the church finances. I've seen when the church has had nothing and I've seen when the church has had plenty and the times of nothing, the bills still got paid. And um, and when the, the church had a pastor, they didn't have a pastor, Another somebody stood up to take care of it. And uh, and I believe it's going to be that, that way for generations to come because it has been a place that God uh, has put in into order not something that man just said. Well, I'm going to start my own church now. It was something that God put in place. And again, another podcast for another day.
1: Um, yes, sir. But, but you said uh, it, you said churches are like taco stands. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I heard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, that's right. I, I know people have come to Waco before, and say, man, y'all should. Sure do have a lot of taco stands down here, like one on every corner. And uh, right. same thing could be said about the churches. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. There's a lot of them, and you know, and when you think that there's a lot here in Waco, I've often heard nothing against the uh, the people out in um, golly, it's somewhere out in West Texas, man. What is the name of that city? Anyhow, anyway, not to take any more time, there uh, there is another city over in West Texas. They literally, it's a, it's a it's a fact, and I have to look it up. There's like a church on every church corner over there. There are just so many of them over there. And, I, and the name's on the tip of my tongue and when somebody told me about it i couldn't believe it but uh but uh when i went there to play with a uh, a christian band one one weekend it was it, it, i literally saw a church on just about every street corner anyhow looking back at the at the third part of the formula or the one i'm going to take as the third part, anyhow, yes. is going to church right so as i mentioned kind of at the in the introduction I uh, was talking about that it's probably more of a bad thing than a good thing uh, not having services right as often as as you should uh, but in Hebrews chapter ten, it says not to forsake the assembly of the saints as uh, as some have already done right so even back in the bible time when the book of Hebrews was written, uh people were beginning to stop assembling uh together uh, mm-hmm. as, as as a as a group of brothers and sisters um and that's what we have to be careful of not to do. You know, praise be to God, you know, we're still getting together on Sunday mornings. And just as a point of interest, you know, not not that it's all revolving around finances by any means. Uh, but, you know, it seems like the church has had more money uh, since we've uh, just had, started having church on Sunday morning. Oh, why do I say that? It's not to say okay let's cancel sunday mornings now and see how much more money we're going to get not by any means uh but it's to say that it, it, the church being financially stable and being able to pay its bills and and help people that are in need as you may know if you i don't know if you were there at the time that it started brother roscoe but uh, there was a the pastor had told me hey there's these people i think he announced to the church that there were some people that were in need and wanted to pick up a special offering to help those people out mm-hmm. and um, and the church it needs to be financially stable for those kinds of things. You know, how can we help people in need if we have no money? Right. Um, and, and so, uh, uh, in looking at all that, um, we we have to have money to do that. But in in in, in this time, it would you would think that we would have had had less. But again, it comes down to if a if a ministry is blessed uh, by the hand of God, then we're always going to have everything that that we need, or they're going to have everything uh, that they need. But going to church is is, is so important uh, because it's at those times that, that you are encouraged by other believers. Um, it may be that while you're there, another brother or sister is moved by the Holy Spirit to speak a word of encouragement to you because you may be going through something. Or it may be that there's a special testimony that day that uh, encourages that person that is being discouraged because of what they're going through. It may be that God has dropped a, a word into uh, the the minister's uh, heart that he needs to speak on that day because it's gonna help that person get through something. Um, but more importantly, it's that we go there to encourage one another so that we don't fall back into our old ways. We have in that fellowship with God and with the brothers and sisters in that place, uh, we we we're encouraged and we're able to leave there and go back into our daily life and say, you know what, uh, I'm going to be all right, you know, and, and I can tell you many times when I'm going to church and I was, I may have been down, you know, but when I came out, it was like a whole new world. like I could come out and I could go after anything because I knew that God was with me and I had been encouraged in, in that service. And so. Going to church is very important. Again, looking back at Hebrews ten, it says, "Don't forsake the assembly of the saints." So these people yes, out there that are saying, "I don't have to go to church. I can have church just right there in my home watching TV." I promise you, you're not as strong as those that are going to church, and you're not going to be as encouraged as those that are going to church. Uh, going through COVID, man, there were so many people that told me that they were so excited to be able to get back uh, in the house of God when uh, when services were canceled. Uh, because uh, they, they really missed that fellowship. Uh, and the same for me, you know. And although I didn't miss as much because uh, being part of the leadership and, and the music and everything else, even though the church had uh, technically closed down to the outside, uh, we were still there every service to put out the, the live feed and everything else. But being there in god's house it's going to make all the difference in the world uh the people that are out there making the excuses not to go to church saying that they can just watch from youtube or, or social media or something like that they're going to be more of your weaker people uh, mm-hmm. they're not going to be as strong and again that's going to be another podcast for another day but it's going to be uh those that are spending time in god's house and making that that sacrifice and honoring god the like second pastor said you know you honor god and god will honor you and that's what you're doing by spending time in god's house on 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 a sunday morning um the last part of the formula is uh is fasting right now at our church we every every third month or or once a quarter i should say uh we uh spend uh, time as a church in fasting and prayer as a whole right and so uh, for example, it might be you fasting on Monday, me on Tuesday, and the pastor fasting on Wednesday, and another person on Thursday, another one on Friday, all the way through Sunday. But there are several people every day fasting. And on Sunday for half a day, from morning to uh, services over, we're all fasting together for different things, you know, for the health of the church, for the health of, of the people in the church and of loved ones and, and other situations going on in our lives. Uh, but... Just because the church is doing this every three months doesn't mean that we can't do it as individuals or as families on a weekly or daily or monthly basis. Uh, and, and I often say it shouldn't be just because now you need something from God, right? When when uh, Jonah, in the book of Jonah, you know, when God told him to go and, and preach to the city of Nineveh, it was because that there was a time of destruction that was coming uh, because they were living in sin. And uh, long story short, Jonah ends up there. The people end up fasting and God uh, turns away from His wrath to destroy the city of Nineveh. Mm-hmm. Um, in today's day and age, there may be a destruction a destruction to certain countries or cities if we don't turn away from our wicked ways. But for now, what we see people fasting for is if someone is sick, uh, if someone's going through a problem, you know, all of a sudden now it's it's now they're going to find the bible now they're going to find god you know now they're going to find time for prayer now they're going to find time to go to church now they're going to find time uh, to spend in fasting but what i want to encourage people to do is that uh, talking about the formula for staying strong and the things of god and, and keeping your life in focus with what with what god expects of you uh, find time for fasting along with reading the bible going to church and prayer uh, yes, find time for fasting, and because in that time for fasting, you're going to be you and God. And what I've often like to tell people is try not to do it in a time where you're going to be so occupied because then you're not really focusing in on God. You're focusing on all these other things, so you can get to the day faster, so you can get to your next meal. Uh, what you want to do is you want to find time when when you you can focus in on God. Um, maybe it's a Saturday, maybe it's a Sunday, uh, maybe it's a day when it's a holiday or or you're off of work or something but find a mm-hmm. day where you can sit down and and read the bible and, and and pray to god and 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 look for that that closeness that you're looking for to build that closeness between you and god uh and if you follow those things you know reading god's word prayer and going to church and fasting uh, on a regular basis i really do believe you're going to find victory in every single situation when the enemy comes to you and says uh, that that he, he, you know, trying to present one of his many uh, sinful devices to you, you're going to be able to say no. In the name of Jesus, Satan, I rebuke you, you know, and God's word says this, you know, that I have all power over you. You know, that uh, that God defeated you, but Jesus defeated you at the cross of Calvary when he died on the cross and when he rose on the third day you know and the bible says i've been adopted into the family of christ and i belong to him and i'm going to be able to overcome everything that the enemy brings my way because I, because the power of, of of the same power that that rose jesus from the dead is living in me you know and i can over and i can overcome that sin um and you'll be able to do that if you're following this formula and it's a, it's a very simple four four part formula and and i really do believe that if you follow it If anyone follows this, they're going to have victory, daily victory in their walk with Jesus Christ.
1: Mm -hmm. And then uh, speaking of uh, fasting, uh, sometimes uh, Christians ask, like, do we do we have to fast as Christians? And then, um, you know, something I always point out is uh, Jesus. Jesus always said when you fast. That's
0: right.
1: You know, not if you fast.
0: If you fast.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's right. And then um, like you were saying, too, uh, like when you fast you have to include praying and reading while you're fasting. That's right. Because if, if you don't do those things while you're fasting, then you're not really fasting in a spiritual sense. You're just doing a diet. Are you you're just skipping a meal. That's right. Yeah, because so the whole point of fasting um, in one sense, uh, just to put it real simply, is like you starve the physical to feed the spiritual. Yes. And so if you're starving the physical and you also starve the spiritual, then you accomplish nothing. That's right. You just starved yourself all around. Yeah. So we right. we suppress our flesh so we can strengthen our spirit, but you have to do something to do so you you have to feed your spirit. And so the time so so the whole idea is the time that you would normally the time and energy you would normally think about what i'm going to eat then going to get the food are preparing it eating it and digesting it it should free up more time for you to be able to pray and to read that's right and so exactly right yeah and so going back to the example that you gave like with um having a romantic interest like um you would you would want to hear from that person you would also want to be able to talk to that person you know get to know each other two-way communication and then you would want to, you know, uh, make like a date, like I like actually have a date, put put make time to spend with that person, you know, or to dedicate time to, you know what I mean? So it'd be yes, the sir. same thing, like praying, reading, it, reading the word is us hearing from God and praying is God hearing from us, not just yep. when we need something or not just when we're in need of something, but just to to develop a relationship. And then fasting is making a date, you know, dedicating time, com- committing time. Where instead of doing this, I'm going. I'm going to do this. And in this case, it's eating, and um, and and it's not just eating. Like um, I know people say you can fast a lot of different ways with different things, such as like you know not watching TV or not being on the social media or something like that. And that's cool. Um, but I, I wouldn't fast just like that. You know what I mean? Right. But I, I would say if you do fast and you don't eat, that you should also fast like that. You know what I mean? Right. Like, while, while, while fasting and not eating, you should also try to limit your time watching TV and, and being on social media and get into the Word and to pray. Like, like what we were talking about a while ago. Because you have to 100%. make time to do that. I agree and 100%. You need to do it even more while fasting. Because while on the fast, you're going to be weaker. Yep. You know, what I mean, you're going to be more vulnerable. So it's more, even more important than you pray and read while you're fasting. And then you be, and then, and then, hopefully, you you become stronger afterwards.
0: Yep. That's a hundred percent dead on right there. And and the example is given in the in the fast of Christ Jesus, right? When yes. he went on a fast, when did the enemy come after him? You know, right when he was while he was fasting, and so uh, that's very true. And 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 when you think about it, think about when when you. uh, I've I've noticed this. It's like every day that I I work and everything, I rarely will get hungry or or I'm hungry. Don't get me wrong, and I eat, but it's like I don't really pay much attention to it because it's just an everyday thing. You know, I'm working and. uh, and I get hungry, but it's like all of a sudden when I wake up when I'm fasting, I'm extra hungry that morning for some reason. Why is that? You know what I'm saying? It's like mm-hmm. with Jesus when he was fasting, of course he was hungry, and and then what did Satan do? He tried to get him to turn rocks into bread. He could could Jesus have done it? Sure. Um, golly, he made he prayed for for uh what was it? Uh, two loaves of bread or three loaves of bread, and and fed five thousand people. Uh, he could do just about any. Well, not he can do anything he wants, right? And so, and all of that, that's where we're going to be our week is just like you said. And, and, I, and I strongly agree that in a time of fasting, it needs to be more prayer, more reading of God's word and, and tune out all these other things, uh, TV, social media and all that and put your focus in on, on, on God. My most favorite way of fasting, and we've done this before was me and my wife when we were fasting and we were at the church on a Saturday for just about the whole day of uh, the fast and we ended up by going to a service uh, in west um that night but um it was it was a great time to be able to be there in the in the house of god and and reading the scriptures and spending time in prayer listening to uh, the music uh that is uh you we'll know, praise and worship music you know that that is glorifying god it just makes all the difference in the world for sure
1: yes sir and then there's an acronym that comes to mind um, that I always like to use called Halt, H A L T, and it stands for hungry, angry, lonely, and tired. So if you're any if you're any one of those things, if you're hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, or a multiple of those things, you need to halt because you're more likely to sin than in any other time. And so that, when is, you're, good, that is a good one. Yeah. And so when you're on a fast, that, that that's just in general, anytime hungry, angry, yeah. lonely, or tired, you need to halt because you're more likely to sin, to fall into any of the seven deadly sins, for example. Um, right. So even when you're on a fast, it's even more important because when you're on a fast, depending on how long you do, you could be all of those or even all of those at once, hungry, angry, lonely, tired. You know you're hungry because you didn't eat you're angry because you're irritable now because you didn't eat you're lonely because you didn't go out with your friends that day or you didn't do this or this because you're committing time to god and then maybe also you're tired because you haven't ate and you feel like you know you lack an energy or something and so that's why i see even more important because those things will hit you even harder while you're fasting
0: that's right very very true agreed
1: yes so um what do you think about the first official episode, bro, so far?
0: I think it's great. We're starting off by I believe by by helping those that are wondering how come they're not having success in their Christian walk, right? I think that if they right. if they follow this, then they're on the the path to success. You know, looking back at, at at all this that we've talked about today and justifying what I just said about if you follow the formula that that you will you'll have that victory you know in the book of james it says that when you sin you sin because basically you wanted to sin mm-hmm. it's not it's not that god made you do it it's not that the devil made you do it it wasn't uh, a test from god to make you fail it was because you wanted to do it the flesh wanted to do it so how does that all how does all work if you didn't read the bible it's because you wanted to fail if you didn't go to church it's because you wanted to fail if you didn't spend time in prayer, it's because you wanted to fail. If you didn't spend time in fasting, it's because you wanted to fail. You had the choice to follow the formula, but you chose not to. And so, like I said at the beginning, when I when talking with people in the past, I said, uh, when they told me the problem they were having, so you've been reading your Bible? I'm like, yeah. Uh, you've been going to church? Yeah. You've been praying? No. Oh, there you go. You didn't follow the formula. and a mathematical equation. And with mm-hmm. this, I'll, 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 try to, I'll try to hush up. But in a mathematical equation, they being that I was a mechanical designer and learned a lot of different math equations. I think you even took calculus in some of your high school classes. Um, mm-hmm, a little bit. For, the the formulas that that they gave you to follow the solve for x, right? You would have to follow, you know, a plus b, like the or what is it? Uh, looking for the hypotenuse on the triangle, a, a plus plus uh, a a squared plus b squared equals c squared.
1: Right? The Pythagorean theorem.
0: Yeah, that's what that is. And and if you didn't if you didn't if you didn't do a square, you just did a plus b squared. Were you gonna get uh, uh, get c squared? Cor- are you gonna get the the uh, the formula correct if you didn't follow it all the way there? No, it was it was ultimately gonna fail and give you the wrong answer. And the same thing is true here. If you don't follow the formula and you only pick and choose what you want, then in the end you're gonna end up failing and getting the wrong uh, the wrong outcome because you just chose not to follow it. And again, it comes down to the choices we make in life, you know, the the, the devil's going to have so many options that, he's chosen, uh, that he chosen, that that he's created and placed in front of us. Um, I'm not always going to say it's the devil's fault that we fall, but you know, ultimately his plans are what's going to cause us to fall, and you fall into it because you choose not to follow the formula. And yes, uh, and ultimately, God wants us to have victory. You know, in the Old Testament, scroll to the Old Testament scriptures. He says i place before you, life and death, blessing and cursing, uh, and he says to choose life, to choose blessing. He wants the best for us, but it's up to us to make the right choices.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, um man, I think it was good. Think this gentle. went good. And um before we go, brother, I just uh if if you're willing, I'm gonna ask if you could close us out with a prayer.
0: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's pray, Heavenly Father. Lord God, we come before you thanking you for this time that we've had uh, to speak together, uh, discuss uh, over this podcast of of uh, this formula and and introducing Tabernacle Radio, Lord. And and Lord, in, in life, there are so many things that the devil has tried to uh, put together in his many devices to try to destroy us and, and trip us up. But Lord, I I come to you, asking you, Lord God, uh, to be with us as as we as we start this tabernacle radio, Lord, these podcasts that we're going to be putting out, and we pray for your blessings upon every single podcast that is produced, and and Lord, we just ask for everyone that is listening uh, to this podcast that that you send your Holy Spirit to. To be with them and guide them and, and 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 help them to focus in on you and 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 put out the things of the world uh that are trying to come into their mind may they always be able to hold on to this formula and, and follow it and recognize that when they're not following the formula that if things start to go wrong that they realize that hey i'm not doing what i need to be doing lord i pray lord god that you be with each and every one of these people that are listening each one of these brothers and sisters Lord, so that this way they can have victory because our end goal, the end goal for each and every one of us is to please you, God. That is our heart's desire and what we want to do. And so, Lord, again, we thank you for this podcast and we thank you for this time that we've had to be able to to discuss this subject. And we just give you honor and glory and we praise you, Lord God, for all that you've done and what you're going to continue to do not just through Tabernacle of Faith Center, but through Tabernacle Radio. And we ask that you bless Brother Roscoe and and his family in a special way, Lord God, for taking on this task and this commitment, Lord God. May you bless him and guide him and use him in a mighty way for your honor and for your glory. In the name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Amen.